me up, man. Oh, man, they always do. What a great band. Oh, they don't make them like they used to. It's quite the guitar solo right there. It really just uh, sends me on to another level. I miss the guitar solo. Those were the days. Yeah. Right? Back in Hard the... to do with two turntables and a microphone. I guess so, yeah. Well, what would um, Sam Smith solo on? His belly fat? Do like a little... <laughs> Man, fuck, man, that song came on today. That He has such a good voice. He has that great song from, like, 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stay With Me? That's that right. Be- that is a beautiful song. What happened? He'll be back, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Uh, I mean, ah, you can't come back from that. Dude. Seems it's... to really enjoy his controversial take on being a devil worshiper and all that good stuff. So, yeah, you know. What are you really gaining out of it? I don't know. I gotta do your thing, but it doesn't seem like you're happy, you know? Well, Mike, you should be happy, sir. Uh, today's the day. Tonight's the night, my man. Are you ready? Are you recording it? Are you all in? What happened? Got the MTV VMAs tonight, man. Oh my god, it is tonight. Oh, I don't <laughs> Been talking about it for a month? We've been talking about this for a full month. You didn't even know it was tonight, man. <laughs> Loser! <laughs> Three times a week I've been playing songs from the VMAs in an attempt to, you know, garner some, some I don't know, some, some <laughs> excitement for the VMAs. And even I forgot about them. Yeah, man, it's pretty incredible. Uh, I actually, two days ago, I saw a commercial uh, for the VMAs, and I realized I had seen no announcements, no advertisements. I hadn't really read anything about it. The only thing I knew about the VMAs is you and I laughing at all the music that they're offering up and the fact that there are no men uh, being (laughs) awarded (laughs) <laughs> best new artist or whatever it is, or best artist, right? It's just going to women. And I have been very well informed by a 20-year-old black female that absolutely the reason me and you don't like the music, don't know anything about it, is because we're old and white. And I got to agree. <laughs> yes, I fully agree with that sentiment. I think she's right on the money. She nailed it. And I was like, yeah. The, the, the VMAs is just now geared towards that one group. Yeah, interesting. It used to have a broader spectrum there, right? You used to have um, young black people and also young uh, white people, right? It used to kind of bring in them all together. Now it's just the BET Awards. Well, you had different groups that, you know what I mean, different categories. And now I was looking at the other categories the other day. Oh, that was earlier today. I can't believe I forgot about it. Well, like within a couple hours. <laughs> the only reason I know about it is because uh, NPR threw out an article detailing the upcoming um, you know, MTV VMA award show and the whole debacle going on with it. Apparently, your favorite, I mean, she's up for some awards. We covered some of her music, I believe. Uh, not Dojic, uh, the uh, Mick, Nicki Minaj is hosting the award show. Is she really? Yeah, she's the host. Apparently, I she's... I gotta watch, I just gotta see what she's gonna wear. I assume she'll be doing a lot of changing of the outfits, and uh, everything will be quite bootylicious, or I don't know how the kids say it these days anymore. (laughs) Clearly, I'm an old white fart and completely out of it. 
<laughs> we are old, man. Well, you know, to my credit, I would say I knew I want to say ninety percent of those songs you played over the last few weeks. Yeah, right? but you know, you didn't understand them. No, I had no idea what they were saying in these songs. I don't. <laughs> Half the time, I didn't know if it was a fella, a lady, a lady fella. I had no idea who I was dealing with. Yeah, I know it's tough. It's tough. There's one. There's one Hispanic on there. Nominated a bunch. He's in a bunch of things, but like I, I don't know what he she is. Oh, it's uh, a lady fella somewhere in between character. And the, yeah, and it's like a Hispanic. It's peso peso pluma. Peso pluma. <laughs> yeah. Nice man. <laughs> <laughs> I never played one of his or her songs because uh, that's got to be a he. It's crazy how far we've gone when you think about how, like, the quirky, you know, hip way to, you know, be cool with your name, right? It was the Beatles, but it's not like a beetle, silly. We changed the E to an A, see? Like a beat, right? Beatles. <laughs> the old folks, they'll never get it. Okay, well, see, this is the problem now. still don't know if he's a man. You're going down a dangerous road here, my friend. I don't think you'll ever find the answer you are seeking. I think it's a man. All right, well. And I'm go- but I'm going just by the fact that they use the pronouns for man. But that's, see, nowadays you can't. If SNL wanted to be hip and come back and win over people on all sides, they need to bring back It's Pat. Now it would- more than ever, no. we could use It's Pat. You fucking nailed it. No, dude, it is really scary. I... You gotta just start watching movies from the past. I watched uh, Get Him to the Greek. Oh man, I freaking love Get Him to the Greek. That is a absolute gem. So fucking funny. What's the name of his ex-wife? Uh, the oh, the um, well, wow. The actual remember. actress? I don't remember, dude. That's funny. You talking yeah, about she's, um, she's uh, really British hot. guy? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I can't remember. To be told, yeah. Rose Byrne. Oh, oh yeah, that. yeah, that's it. That's right on the money there. Uh, I can't Jackie remember. Jackie Q. What what else she was in before or after? But I know she's been in a lot of stuff. It's kind of funny. She kind of her Isn't face kind of blends into a lot of other actresses in my mind for some reason. I I was just thinking that because I, th- I there was like four actresses I thought she was. She's like Isn't almost she the Anne one in the Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> I don't see. I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. She looks like every girl in every Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, yeah, except for Jennifer Aniston. Well, yeah. I was looking more and more like a man these days. I don't know what's happening there. Uh, got the, stop yourself. We're entering, getting old. entering Big Mike territory. Big Mike. No, no dude, but gorgeous. Uh, gorgeous. in the movie, like towards the end, they, they show her with her new single. Oh and, right! Because uh, she's a musician in the movie, yes. <laughs> and it's uh, it's like Ring Around the Posy. That's right, man. Yeah, and it's like literally, it's just her dancing with a butt plug in. And you can <laughs> see like the the tail, and it's all about this like ring around her butthole. And, like it's all about fucking her in the ass. It's like so graphic and everything, <laughs> and it's supposed to be a joke. And I remember how funny it was the last time I saw it, but after playing all those VMA songs. The only difference between that and half of the nominees for Song of the Year, that song was more than two minutes. Wow. <laughs> her her wow, song, actually, man. the only difference was not the graphic or the anything, the, the imagery, none of that. It was all the same. 
Her song <laughs> just had more words. It was actually more expressive. And because it was satire and a parody, probably more sophisticated on many different levels. Far more sophisticated. <laughs> yes. Oh. The words they used? <laughs> yeah, I And you can actually understand that. what she was saying? I think at the end of that song, too, she like looks at the camera, winks, and says, like, I'm talking about my butthole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a funny scene. <laughs> Get under the Greek is is a, an unknown classic in my book. Uh, I think people, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Absolutely hilarious. Holy shit, dude. I'm not even joking. I just looked it up. It's two minutes and 15 seconds. Her wow. song beats half of the nominees for song of the year. Yeah, but again, you have to fit it within a TikTok time frame. So there's no way you could have a music video or a song go longer than two minutes. Is that why they do that? Yeah, man. How else are you going to go viral and get picked up by the kids, dude? And the, We're at a point now, culturally, the attention span is 90 seconds. Holy shit, that makes sense. So none of those songs are actually good. They're just the best ones in a scroll of movies that are two minutes long. Yeah, I have enough time in my pea brain to stare at it for 90 seconds, and then I'm, my thumb is going to twitch and move up to the next thing. It just kept the attention long enough. Just long enough, and that's why it's so scandalous, and it has to be so risque and have so much uh, overt, sexualized insanity happening, because how else are you going to draw the attention of these zombified retards staring at their device for 12 hours a day, man? you gotta, you got to pull them in with whatever you can visually throw at them, so... I mean, it's essentially, it's got to be pornographic, 88% pornographic, right? That's why he held the dam for so long. What <laughs> 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 uh, was that guy's name? I, just, I can't remember. SZA <laughs> or something? Oh, no, that's that chick. SZA? Yeah, I don't know any of these people's names, actually, and it's funny. I know how they sound. Like, I've heard them on the radio, and the announcer's like, that's SZA. And then, uh, like, I was reading the article about the award show coming up over there on MTV, and I'm, like, reading through the artists, and I, I, I'm, like, squinting at it, you know, and, like, getting my head, <laughs> pushing my head closer to the computer screen. Like, maybe if I look, if I squint and I look harder and closer, I'll... Be able to enunciate what I'm staring at here. What I'm, you know, what is this? It's one of those where you got to put it close, cross your eyes, pull it back, and then the name pops out at you. Oh, it's one of those magic pictures. Yeah, you get the sailboat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, SZA. Oh, that's a... <laughs> Otherwise, I swear to God, there's supposed to be a vowel somewhere in between those kinds. <laughs> there are some names, man. There's, yeah, no vowels, and all the words are like squished together or they're separated in ways that i cannot pronounce I, I it's crazy the names now they've put a lot more thought into their names being confusing for old people than they have into actually crafting songs that are longer than two <laughs> minutes and with you know <laughs> words <laughs> oh that's why they have to do the small names too because you got to say it quick yeah, well, that's right. It's like a yeah. It's usually a some sort of a consonant, maybe a second consonant, and then a vowel. Right? That's SZA. That's how you get SZA. Like she wanted to be a glorious gorilla, not not, not enough time. Glorilla. Glorilla. <laughs> he wanted to be a big vertical Uzi. No time. We're a little Uzi vert. Little Uzi vert. <laughs> 
yeah! <laughs> it's all making sense to me now. It's coming together. <laughs> it was going to be Big Wayne, Michael Johnson. Too long. Lil Wayne. <laughs> Lil Wayne. Michael Johnson is that part of the name too <laughs> I just figured he's got two other white names he actually I think it's funny you were right there it, like Wayne Carter I think it's like no. yes. yes it's like little <laughs> James Wayne Carter or something the third yeah that's <laughs> dude you know he's only 5'5 five five? wow yeah he does look pine size not even a man get the fuck <laughs> out of here what a pussy how do you survive down there, little guy? Well, he, he sold a lot of drugs. I think when you're that height, you revert to drug dealer. Bro, I said, what I say? Oh, I said Wayne Michael Johnson. Yeah, it's like Wayne Michael Re- Carter Jr. the third. Dwayne Michael Carter. Yeah. Dwayne Michael Carter. I was so close. Is it Dwayne or Dwayne? Capital D. Lowercase w. I know. I'm a little disappointed, too. His parents were clearly uh, successful. D-Wayne. Yeah. He went to the University of Phoenix? These rappers are so funny, dude. They always went to college and lived in suburbs. Like, it's like... They, I'm like, look at all these statistics. I have to keep looking up at the picture of this... I know. And I, I don't mean this racially, but, but this, this goofy monkey-looking thing. With, you know what I mean? Right, I'm going to have to block that whole section out of the show. No, dude, no, no, I mean, like, monkey... Dude, like, come on. I'm pretty the sure. The dreadlocks and the tattoos and the. Uh, do you recall Valerie Jarrett? That yeah. uh, is the lady that ended uh, Roseanne's career for about five minutes and why <laughs> she got kicked off the show. Roseanne compared her to uh, one of the apes on Planet of the Apes. She tweeted Dude, it out. If this guy walked out onto the Planet of the Apes, the apes would be <laughs> no. like, bro. He can't do what this. You, what, you, you ruined, bro, what are you doing? You've ruined the show. It's over. It's <laughs> <laughs> Will never be played again. Even the even the apes would be like, dude, come on, clean up your act, get your life together. What's going on here? Oh my god! All right, well, uh, so let's talk about Kamala Harris. <laughs> I'm talking about a man who's got millions of dollars. <laughs> <It's> unbelievable. <laughs> no, actually, I I do love when you see the shorts of him. Lil Wayne, I will give you the credit to uh, talking about his looks. He went off the deep end with the dreads and the face tattoos, tattoos. and he's yeah. got the gold things, you know, chomped into his uh, teeth there yeah. and the grills, you know, and he's kind of, you know, he went the post Malone route where, you know, I can kind of make fun of you no matter who you are at this point. Pretty much, right? But he is really smart with his money. That's where you got to give him credit. He's smart with his image too. He realized he's no way he's gonna be the fifty cent, and talk, you know, and be like the baddest dude on the street. So he'll be the the tiny drug dealer guy. Yeah, but wasn't he like trying to be in a gang or something? I think he was, he was in like, a. I mean, he, he he's, he's like part of a been like shot. Shooting. Yeah, he's definitely been shot. I think um, you know he's well known for sipping on the scissor during his shows. He always has his little cup with the purple drink in there. Uh, I, I, I'm almost certain, uh, you know, I actually know for a fact, Emma is a big fan of Lil Wayne and she has gone and seen Lil Wayne before and she can attest to his, uh, you know, uh, proclivity to enjoying the scissor on stage. And also the fact that he typically takes about four to five hours to actually get onto the stage, you know, the doors open and then he, you know, at eight and then he he gets out there around 1am. What? Oh, dude, all the hip-hop shows are like that, man. 
Are you serious? Except here in Denver, Wu-Tang Clan was here over the weekend, and it started promptly at 8 p.m. All the white folks showed up, <laughs> and then it ended right at 10 p.m., and all the white folks left. It's wonderful. They do it? No way do they do that for real. What do you do for four hours? Dude, you hang out. I saw... Who was it here? It was uh, George Clinton in the Parliament Funkadelic. It was Halloween weekend in uh, at Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and... There were multiple opening bands over, uh, this was at the, um, oh, I can't, the name is escaping me currently, but it, th- there's a main music hall down there in uh, Mil- Milwaukee, home of the good land. <laughs> and uh, they, um, George Clinton's band, if no one has seen George Clinton in the Parliament Funkadelic before, there is about 15 to 20 people in this band. When they walk out on stage, uh, give or take at any moment, sometimes maybe even just three people, uh, it trims down to that while everybody gets high in the back. And then, like, they, they, they keep the jam going. And George Clinton emerged from the back in this giant cloud of smoke somewhere around midnight, maybe 1230 at night, <laughs> after the band had been playing for hours. It was like the Parliament Funkadelic, and then George Clinton came out, and he jammed for like two hours, and then went back, and somewhere around 1.32, me and the crew were, you know, we got out of there, because there it was Halloween weekend, it was college time, we were going to go hit up some parties and whatever, and from uh, informants of ours who had stayed behind to enjoy the show, they uh, claimed that George Clinton came back out, and they rocked out till 4 o'clock in the morning. That doesn't sound fun at all. Well, it was a big party, <laughs> dude. It was a party. I'm telling yeah. you right now. It was a get down and a half. And one of the dudes who played a guitar that had no head on it, it was one of these really funky looking 80s guitars. Uh, he was a uh, he was wearing a man diaper, a giant, <laughs> a gigantic cartoonish man diaper. And uh, it was Halloween, so they all had really wacky costumes going on. But... Like I said, a late show, a late start, and a you know it went uh, all night. It was an all night rager, man. They know how to you know they know how to do it. I think. Mm. I can tell you that you're uh, not uh, impressed. Uh, not in the uh, I wake up at four, so I'm done. I'm no way I'm staying up till four to. All right. Well, it was a great time had by all. <laughs> lots of drugs, lots of drinking. And, um, you know, everyone was welcome. It didn't matter uh, what race you were. Everyone had a good time. And oh, uh, he's bringing all, race into it. That's all that matters. Hey, these days, it's all about the race, my man. You know, we're always talking about, uh, you know, dividing us up and all that. And when it comes to uh, division, oh, man, we got to do it. It's hot on the topic, on the docket. Talking about the cave guy? <laughs> Did you want me to? I have it. I was going to do the impeachment. Fuck the impeachment, dude. I cannot believe I be fired did up you on this. see the videos of that guy coming out of the fucking cave. So I, they should have dropped his ass right back into that fucking hole. You fucking embarrassment to this country. I like this Jesus dude because Christ. I got to come up with a great, clever little title for the clip, Cave Dicky. I like that. <laughs> Dicky Spelunker? I love that one. Yeah, Dicky Spelunker was in the docket notes. Yeah, That's good. Yeah, Dicky Spelunker.
let's catch up on Dicky. How did he do? Tonight, the extraordinary moment rescuers have been working towards as American scientist Mark Dickey is it's hoisted not to the surface. He had it diarrhea. He had diarrhea. He, the death count's up to 2,900 in, in Morocco. We covered this already. He accepted the potato chip challenge with the Reaper uh, peppers on there. <laughs> yeah, it was just a rough shit for a couple days. They got to put the warning on there for vegans. <laughs> That's right. Mr. Dickey. Oh, boy. Again. In the last video of Dickey underground inside <laughs> Turkey's Dickie. deep Morka cave, he's wrapped tightly to a stretcher. Cocoon so he doesn't slip as rescuers bring him through the final feat of a mammoth 3,400-foot journey to the top. In the last few hours, the stretcher rocking and heaving, but making steady progress on the pulley system. The 40-year-old New Jersey native and experienced caver suffered from severe gastrointestinal bleeding about <laughs> 10 days ago. The news reached the surface Stay Saturday, September 2nd, and the first medical team to reach him said he was in serious, <laughs> life-threatening condition. Remarkably, they performed a blood transfusion. As you can see, I'm up, I'm alert, I'm talking, uh, but I'm not healed on the inside yet, so I need a, a lot of help to get out of here. When he stabilized, the complicated rescue mission began on Saturday, and tonight, the nearly 200-strong team delivering him to safety. Tom, just incredible scenes in the Taurus Mountains. Incredible. Mark Dickey is out. He is safe. The plan incredible. is for him to be assessed on site, then airlifted by helicopter to oh, a state yeah. hospital in nearby Mersin, Turkey. I mean, I, how much is all of this costing? She is mispronounced it at the end. Uh, it's supposed to be Turkaye. I think that was an error by the journalist there. Yeah. But I'll correct her for Turkaye. You racist. <laughs> Nobody's ever said it but you. <laughs> I'm going to find an NPR clip. It's only NPR. Yeah. Still waiting. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to dig waiting. it up. I'll dig one up. Uh, I just like this guy because we get to say Dickie. 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 Yeah, Dickie, stay in New Jersey. I don't know what the hell you were thinking going into this cave. Why are we supposed to in care Turkey? about this guy? I don't get it. I what, know. Why do they do so many news segments about him? And you know, Because he's not Hunter. Yeah, yeah. It's that's something to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, like, they love talking about Trump. They could just fill time and space with Trump nausea. I know, but see, we're kind of in this lull, you know? It's like we indicted him, and now we got to, you know, you got to give it a little time for the court cases to start. <laughs> Man, so... people care about the Trump indictments about as much as they cared uh, for monkeypox. I'm feeling at this point. Uh, not you, that much. I think you're getting not the same reaction from the general public. Are you guys still talking about monkeypox? Oh, how many people on a daily basis show you the uh, mugshot? Mugshot scene around the world. Man, that thing disappeared so fast. I, that was a major blunder by the legacy media. You know, nobody was celebrating that. That was disgusting. And this whole, I, I really hope they eventually just dismiss all this stuff and it, it just goes away. I don't think they can. Well, I want I like our idea of putting them together in a cell. Yeah. Just Biden and Trump, let them rot away together. Yeah, man. You know, they, could, know. they could do a podcast together. <laughs> Call it Renegades. Renegades. <laughs> Did you see today uh, Kennedy, the other Kennedy, who's in the Senate, uh, right? The other one's not in the Senate. Am I correct about that? The old Kennedy. Old right? Senator Kennedy. Yeah. read a transcript on the Senate floor uh, from some sort of letter that 
Barack Obama allegedly wrote to a lover, a gay lover of his? What? Yes, sir. It happened today. I caught a glimpse of it on the old X, formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, man. It was very graphic. It was, like, disturbingly graphic. Hmm. I think it was Obama. I could be wrong. Maybe I misinterpreted uh, the clip. I was a little uh, hurried at the time, so. But I'm going to toss it out there. I just like the idea of. I don't of even the... care if he's gay. Uh, I know you don't. It doesn't matter. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. It's we hilarious. Move on from, we got to move on from Obama. We got to move on from Trump and Biden, too. We got, the country needs to move on. Well, as I was indicating earlier, you know, what these uh, powers that be seem to want is division my man we got to be divided right we got to be talking about trump and trump hate and we're gonna you know put trump in jail and everybody you know rico and everybody involved with him and uh now what have we been saying the only thing that this will result in is the other side's gonna go after your guy and it's gonna just be this endless loop where each side when they assume power are just gonna go after the other guy Round and round, round and round and round and round and round, <laughs> round and round. I hope everybody's excited, because that's what we're in. Enjoy the ride, folks. In Washington, the House of Representatives returns to the Capitol today with a busy to-do list. Speaker Kevin McCarthy, though, reportedly set to endorse an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. Punchbowl News is reporting this morning, quote, McCarthy plans to tell House Republicans in a closed meeting this week that launching an impeachment inquiry is the logical next step in the GOP's probes of the president and his son, Hunter Biden. McCarthy and the House leadership have a closed-door session scheduled for Thursday morning, reportedly to receive an update on the investigations led by House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan and House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer. That's according to Punchbowl News that writes, quote, McCarthy plans to say the two chairs have uncovered enough information that necessitates the House formalizing the impeachment inquiry in order to obtain the Biden's bank records and other documents. So Jonathan Lemire, it looks like He's going to do it. He's been flirting with it, talking about it all summer. According to Punchbowl News this morning, he is going to authorize an impeachment inquiry against President Biden. That inquiry so far has no, shown no connection to President Biden. It's been all about Hunter Biden. I guess the hope is if they open it up with more documents, perhaps they'll find something. But as James Comer said himself, a lot of smoke here, no fire yet. All right. No fire, Frank. No fire. Just endless laptops being discovered around the world <laughs> containing videos and photographs of Hunter banging underaged foreign prostitutes who are probably spies and snorting cocaine and smoking crack. Yeah, but no fire. No, just smoke. Crack smoke. <laughs> it's just crack smoke filled all throughout the air. Oh, billowing crack smoke. I'm starting to think yeah. Barry uh, Sotero, Barack Obama, and Hunter Biden, they must be pretty close buds. Oh, good call. Yeah, Hunter probably fucked him once or twice. I guarantee you Hunter fucked Biden. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> fucked Obama. <laughs> I had the daughter, now I want the father. Oh, God. That's right, he did have Malia in that picture. If anyone doesn't know, it's there's a photo out there, and it's got a credit card covered in cocaine, and it's clearly been cutting through a pile of coke, and... You know, uh, the lines are all laid out there, and on the credit card is the name Malia Obama. And in the background, there is a young lady who you could argue 
in one way or another, <laughs> somewhat fits the description if you were to see Molly Obama in a kind of faded, you know, fuzzy photograph, right? From behind mm. and naked. Mm. Yeah, you could, you know. The credit card, could though, be. could be photoshopped, right? We never know. In this day and age. No, nothing from the Hunter Biden laptop has been proven wrong. That's what's crazy. They have not come out and, like, shown one piece of evidence, one photograph where, like, this was clearly doctored, and we have the proof. But, yeah, this was photoshopped. No. Not one. Not one. <laughs> not have, one. Them, have they said this has been doctored? No. That, I, that's what I mean. So I will believe anything that comes out of that. All right, uh, I think that definitely it's interesting what happened with the Hunter Biden situation, the laptops, the uh, clearly illegal operations and business dealings going on overseas with Russians, Ukrainians, Chinese. Obviously, the big guy is getting the 10%. Old Uncle Sleepy Joe there. Uh, he's collecting some cash from it all. And uh, what will the impeachment do? It will do nothing. It will just divide us further, create uh, something for people to talk about, and just be a, a, just a clown show. And then they're going to sneak out COVID, lock us down, and steal the election in 2024. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I know. This well, is that's what's that's what's really I, like. I'm not even afraid, like you said, of it going round and round where we just keep impeaching the president. That's not what I'm afraid of. Eventually, one party is going to have it where they actually will just start locking people up, and then there's nobody to go around with. You know what I mean? And now they just have taken over. We're at the point where we're locking up Trump and his J6 uh, co-conspirators, right? Uh, But we're also uh, putting in jail reporters like the young fella from InfoWars who uh, it was announced today he's getting 60 days in jail. For being a, a, a conspirator, apparently, allegedly, at Jan 6th. Uh, oh, wow. So Yeah, so we're jailing journalists. We're jailing yeah. American citizens who weren't no, even we're there. Jailing, we're not jailing journalists. We're jailing any journalist who has the audacity to go against the regime. Yes. Yeah, or report on uh, the tyrannical forces, you know, controlling our world currently. Uh, you know, the Jan... So we're at the point where we're, ja- we're jailing and imprisoning for many years, right? Enrique uh, Tario, 22 years in prison for not even being That's at January 6th. Crazy. I still can't wrap my head around that one. I you know, know. How, so that means that uh, maybe they could just start arresting and jailing people for even, like, talking about Jan 6th, which they did. They arrested that dude whose kid, like, recorded him talking about Jan 6th, and then oh, they fucking threw the guy in yeah. jail. That actually happened, believe it or not. And so we're, we're in a really scary place where maybe the next time around, they just count all the votes and everyone who voted for Trump, well, they're just going to go around and round you up. And uh, then the next election in 2028, it'll be a 100% landslide for uh, Gavin Newsom <laughs> because, uh, you know, there'll be no opposition to vote against him. Oh, they never do 100. They'll do like a Putin thing where it's like 96. Yes, but then uh, they make a point to uh, go around and kill all those people. Or they all have suicides. Oh, they find the 4%. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they jump out of buildings and you know, eat poison food, and their doorknobs are laced with uh, you know, plutonium. Right? Yeah, we're going to need a lot of plutonium. Lots that, of yeah. plutonium. <laughs> That's the key. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I just uh, don't like the impeachment thing. I, I feel like there would be better ways that the Republicans could do this, you know, what they could do is employ some methods to get the information out to the public through the mainstream. 
or not. Yeah, I don't even really know what their goal is, to be honest with you. It could be you just know? divide and divide and divide, and they're both on the same <laughs> uniparty team, which is probably the case. Right? But also, uh, they're idiots. They probably don't know what's going on. You know, is it, there's a good chance that both parties in Washington itself is so out of touch with the American people and the common man that they have no idea what they're doing, truly. And they're just. Or they're so focused on the spur-of-the-moment feelings of the everyday man. They're constantly watching the polls changing. And that's, you know... Yeah, instead man. of just, I don't know, pick a heading and go towards it, you know? I, I hear you. Well, I don't know. Uh, either way, either way, uh, I'm against impeachment. I'm tired yeah, of impeachment. I'm, I'm over it. We should skip one impeachment, one, one round. All right. If the dude steals the election again, impeach away, my man. You know what I'm saying? Let's save an impeachment. Let's just keep one in the holster, maybe. Right? Yeah. Well, that's like just what the, just like with Trump. When you guys tried to impeach him the first time, everybody in the world was like, "Oh, come on. He's that's that's never gonna fly." And he, if you just wait, he's probably gonna do something impeachable. You know what I mean? And then when he actually did stuff, you had to wait because you couldn't just do it right away. You know what I mean? And then by the time you got the second one, it was like, okay, you're going to impeach him again? Like, You know what I mean? Yes. You guys are blowing your load too early. Dude, exactly. Same thing with Biden. Just wait. Just the wait. The guy's going to do something. Well, he's going to die eventually, so just let him die and yeah, then uh, you know, die. bring in the camel and then we'll figure some reason to get rid of the camel and nobody likes the camel. Nobody likes the camel. <laughs> nobody likes the camel. I think that's something we can all unify around. Right? That's why camel's such a perfect name for her. Yeah, she does look like a camel. I know that's mean, but we all kind of resemble animals in our own ways. And, you know, uh, she she's, uh, goes the camel route. I don't know why. Yeah. She's also Definitely. named Camilla. Named Camilla? Yeah, is that's it, what I mean. It's <laughs> too fitting. Wait, remember uh, five seconds ago, everyone was racist for not pronouncing her name correctly, and then all the Democrats pronounced it different ways for like a year? Yeah, yeah, I know. I still don't know how to say no, it. Well, nobody it... stopped. Like, everybody stopped talking about it because everyone was pronouncing it differently. And so there was <laughs> never a unified, agreed upon way to say the Camilla's name. <laughs> it became the Poonchki of the politic world. It's the Poonchki of names in politics. <laughs> Did you say Poonchki or Poonchki? I think you, I heard you say Poonchki, and I'm saying yeah. Poonchki. Yeah, Kamala. Kamala? <laughs> Yeah, what do we do? We get the Kamala? Is it Kamala, or uh, am I just being racist by going with the uh, Kamala? I don't know. I think she was just changing it every time she had a flub. <laughs> That's right. Every time she went out there and talked to kids, and it looked like she was the dumbest one in the room. Oh, good call. And then she goes by Kamala. Yeah, then she changes it because now she can talk about how racist you are. Right, and now she's going by Kamala. I imagine because she's taken all these very serious looking pictures where she's like sitting and leaning forward over a book, you know, and like pointing <laughs> these pictures of Kamala, Kamala. I can't even, I'm, I'm second guessing myself now. Uh, they're uh, absolutely hilarious. I've been seeing them all over on AP and NPR and everything. Like it's just, uh, they're really trying to lean into the camel leaning in and looking serious. Yeah, dude, I love when they make fun of uh, Kim Jong-un for his, like, photo ops with the binoculars and everything. I love the Kim Jong-un photo ops, man. I think they're fantastic. 
I, they look great. He's got a good photographer. They always get a really good side of him. You know, um, you can tell he probably skipped lunch for that day, so he looks a little thinner. <laughs> right? I want to give him that. Oh, big breakfast, though. Big breakfast, light, Skip lunch. light lunch. He did soup, <laughs> soup for lunch. <laughs> soup and a half a sandwich. We'll give him The photo ops are great, man. We should just... You know what we need to do with these presidents, man? We got to go full clown show circus with these idiots and start dressing them up in these, like, full regalia army suits with all the medals, like, more medals than you can even stand up with and just, like, put them out in these outrageous situations and take the crazy Kim Jong-un-like photo ops. That's what we need to start doing. Just parade these idiots around like clowns. It'd be even funnier for our presidents if you just gave them the medals that they earn, which are none. So oh, they, yes. Then they get to stand up there with the fucking highest rank on their shoulders and no medals. Wow. I like that. Yeah. You've done nothing. You have less medals than a private. Yeah, but I mean, does this guy really run the military and command the forces, really? Or is it the team around the guy now that runs these forces? And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, Joe Biden isn't commanding anything. Maybe Trump. I get the feeling the reason they hated Trump so much because he was actually, he was actually like shouting commands and making people do yeah, stuff. That's what I feel like. You he's know? sitting there at the desk and he, yes. like I feel I feel like those two men in black suits grabbed him, took him into the other back room, and then he came out laughing with them. I was like, Nah, we're doing it my way. <laughs> They're laughing and shaking hands, and he goes, and then I said, I grab him by the pussy because because they let me do it. Right? Come on, guys. I'll get the next round. Where's Bobby? <laughs> was that his name, Bobby Bush? I think it was Bobby Bush. Or Billy Bush. <laughs> Billy Bush. And how weird is it that it was a Bush, too? Like, it's almost like that Bush was planted to take Trump out in the long run. Ah, uh, you can't plant a Billy. You could plant a Bush. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little joke for my landscaper friends out there. Hey, oh. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, you could do that. No, uh, no doubt. I think you could. Uh, there's bushes yeah, Billy everywhere. Bush, yeah. yeah, Billy Bush. That is funny. It ruined his career. Two men on that bus. It ruined one career, and the other one became president. Yeah, that's wild. Well, maybe in the end, it ruined uh, Trump's too. We have yet to see the outcome of these impending indictments and court situations. I mean, it's going to be done in these democratic places. So if they follow through on the whole you know, uh, show, and they're going to televise it, if I'm not mistaken, in Georgia. You know, if they follow through on all of this, they're going to throw the book at them, right? That's what's going to happen. So are they going to stick Trump in jail? Oh, yeah. They are, aren't they? I've been telling you, man. You have. I have been telling you. Man. That was an early vote on that, dude. They're going to put him in jail in Georgia. Once I saw the RICO Act, that's it. Game over. The the Rico Act. That's why it was created. It's it's game over. If 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 they're charging you, you're done. That's it. You, he has. There's 19 people now. All 18 of them are gonna turn on Trump, and he has no no. They're all gonna sit there and say he knew he lost the election. He was lying when he said he. Did, you know what I mean? <laughs> I am just floored by this whole 
like scenario that we would actually see this unfold. Uh, dude, think about it. Though, gonna, you're gonna have you're gonna have twelve jurors who they're just CNN, MSNBC watchers. They're all Democrat Biden voters, <laughs> right? That's right. Dude. And they're gonna spend like a month or two with just all of these nineteen witnesses coming through one by one, blaming Trump and Trump and everything they believe they know has been true for all these years. Think about Rob Reiner; they know it's true, and then these people are gonna come out and, and admit it. Even though they're doing it because otherwise they face 91 years in prison. It's such a setup. It is, and... uh... I just think the whole thing is designed, obviously, so this guy doesn't run. Or I, like I briefly uh, mentioned the other day, here in Colorado, they're trying to get him off the ballot. If I'm understanding, they're, they're playing this this real funny game where they need him to win the primary and not be on the ballot. That's gonna be their game here. But they need him to win the just... primary, and then they're gonna fucking throw him in jail or do whatever, and then. That's how they're going to win. What if everybody writes him in? Doesn't matter, I don't think. Yeah, you could be written in as president, right? Isn't there the line? I'm pretty sure. No, because I think in the states where they're going to ban him, you won't be able to. It's crazy. Did we, have we ever had a guy banned from running for president? I don't, not in my lifetime. <laughs> So ridiculous. So ridiculous. Well, uh... Well, yeah, I guess everybody who was in the Civil War. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. I'm sure they weren't able to run. And anybody with a felony is banned. Right? Or no, no, you could have a felony. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like the rules are not so strong for running for president. Maybe we should get some better rules for running for president, right? And then also yeah. shrink the age down. You know, if we just lowered the Seriously. age limit, then we could just get rid of Biden and Trump in one full swoop, and it wouldn't be political. It would just be ageist. <laughs> I wish I had the clip. I wanted to find it, because like, I, was, I was trying to look. But uh, Ted Cruz, I, I don't remember exactly what year it was, but apparently there's this Section 3 in the 14th Amendment, and that's what uh, Colorado and all these states are citing as um, why Trump can be kicked out. Oh, here we go. Yeah, title, uh, Section 3 says, no person who previously took an oath to defend the U.S. Constitution may hold office after having engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to enemies thereof. So they're saying that's Trump. He he swore to defend the country, the Constitution, and then he engaged in an insurrection. So he's banned. But Ted Cruz was saying there was a that came about because of some case, and then there was another case where it totally just abolished uh, Section Three. So, ah, uh, this is ridiculous, man! Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Just institute the age limit. We can get rid of both these assholes, right? Well, uh, oh, good call. 
you and I were um, really obsessed. Uh, for the first time, both of us together on Caveman, Mr. Dingleberry, uh, stuck down below <laughs> in Turkai. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just more of a symbol. that It's what he symbolizes. Yes. And that is just the, the weakening of America. I agree. No, I agree. I was absolutely we, infatuated with We used with to be the ones going around the world to rescue tur- Turkey. Tur- turkeys? Turkey. Turkeyans? 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 We were the ones that were rescuing turkeys out of caves, right? And now (laughs) you got an American out there who needs to be rescued by some turkeys. Man, we're the turkey now. I'm telling you. We have become the turkey. Well, uh, everybody, including ourselves, wildly distracted by the this idiot stuck in the cave with the diarrhea, and so um, a little item slipped through, and we didn't get to really discuss it a couple episodes ago, and I, I think there's a reason why there's been so much weird distraction going on in the news. I found this to be kind of crazy, and I only got one really credible, like, you know, news source from it. I hope you're thirsty, folks. The Biden administration will, for the first time, send munitions containing depleted uranium to Ukraine, even though the weapons are radioactive and their use causes contamination that's hazardous to human health. Reuters reports the armor-piercing uranium munitions are part of a new military aid package for Ukraine set to be unveiled in the next week. This follows a previous decision by the Biden administration to arm Ukraine with cluster munitions, which have been banned by an international treaty ratified by more than 110 countries. This week, a new report by the Cluster Munition Coalition found 916 deaths and injuries from cluster bombs in Ukraine last year. Yeah, you... (laughs) Depleted, Depleted uranium, uranium. dude. Yeah. I, am I, um, you know, maybe I just don't know my words uh, too well, but that sounds like some evil weaponry that we are just <laughs> dropping on the populace there. And so we got cluster bombs and poisonous, radioactive, depleted uranium, and we're just going to sprinkle it all over this country. <laughs> no, that's not. You got to see these uh, uranium rounds. What do they they're... look like? Uh, well, there's different kinds, different sizes. You know what I mean? They're just like bullets, you know? Like gigantic With, uh, bullets? Th- they make them pretty small, too. Like, I, I know they make 50 cal. Oh, you have, you can have a gun that shoots depleted uranium bullets? Yeah, because they go through their armor. They'll, dude, they'll go through a tank. Oh, that's so crazy. Oh, yeah. You should see how, like, they're, it's almost like... um. Like I swear to God, I don't want to. It looks like uh, Iron Man shot the tank. So these, you know, like, you'll get that like plasma yeah. hole, you know. Oh, really? so these bullets yeah. are like they are legit radioactive bullets. No, they're. Uh... <laughs> Come on, you know me. My imagination is flying, dude. I'm just like picturing like you're. Uh, you know what I'm picturing? In your head. Oh yeah. yeah, you're in there. You're in it. You know. <laughs> I'm picturing I'm, these like you know the bullets go through the tank and all the holes are like neon glowing green, right? <laughs> There's just like radioactive energy, you know, kind of flowing off of it. Okay, so here's the because I had to double check. I, I, I like almost swore that yeah they yeah they can be uh, uranium is a very dense metal and depleted uranium can be put on the tips of tank shells, bullets, and mortar rounds to increase their ability to penetrate targets. Uh, they sharpen on impact. So instead of like, you know, mushrooming, right? 
they get sharper. So yeah, it's like a yeah, like just picture the bullet, but the very tip is like you know a radioactive tiny spear. Yeah, and it just fucking dude, it just goes right through anything. Right, because it's radioactive, right? So it goes through the atoms. No, I think you're overthinking it. It more has to do with, like, the density <laughs> of the metal. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. I'm a certified idiot. It's just so much more dense. Like, all your armor is steel, you know? It, That's it's right. It's so much more dense than steel. Oh, yeah. Man. It just goes through it like butter. Okay, so... Uh, but it-, it does leave a radioactive signature. You are right on that part. All like right. Very not not as not as not okay. Like so, you okay, think. Yeah, but well, you know, I'm thinking of some radiation going on here. A little radioactive bullet action. Yeah. Okay. So we're shooting radioactive bullets in Ukraine. <laughs> I'm glad we could square that away. <laughs> Take me to the next zone. <laughs> I got another thought here. <laughs> No, do these are uh, so oh, good? Good news though, they only admit alpha particles, which apparently uh, can't go through your skin. Oh, how nice! That's excellent. <laughs> That's not a real hazard. Just don't eat it. Right. So, what if uh, you have all these, uh, you know, bullets lying around there, and they're radioactive, man? No, it's not going through your skin. But if you get shot with one of them, you're fucked. It's gonna go right through you, no matter what. So it will go through your skin. The bullet, but not the radiation. Where does the radiation go? It bounces off your skin. Oh, when it's in your body? Yeah, man. <laughs> when the bullet's in your body? Yeah. Oh, you're not alive long enough to care. Oh, so it doesn't matter if you're going to get radiation poisoning from this radioactive bullet. It's such a huge, ex- like extreme and deadly bullet, it will just destroy you immediately. I forgot what they said. I mean, this is I'm going back 15 years now. I forgot what they were. they said it was. But there is a distance away. So if it's a 50 cal depleted uranium round. Oh, yeah. There's like a distance away from the, the trajectory that you still die. So like if, if the bullet doesn't have to hit you, but if you're like, it's like three feet or something. If it passes by you within three feet, it'll like rip off your arm. The bullet will rip off your arm if it just <laughs> passes your, the vicinity of you standing there? That's what, uh, allegedly. That's what I hear. And this is yeah. due to the re- radioactive nature of the bullet? No, no, no. Due to the... Um, the force? The vortex created <laughs> behind it from it cutting through the air. Wow. So it'll rip yeah. people's limbs off as it goes past them. Yeah. No, it's not three feet, but it's like, it, it's like even if they miss you by like a foot, it fucks you up. Wow. Just the air going by you. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. This yeah, is- you know, like in Wanted, when Angelina Jolie, her, like, hair brushes back from the breeze of the bullet. <laughs> sort of. It's a little out of it's memory. It's like that, but your whole head gets ripped off. You wow. Know? All right. It kind of makes me think about a report I recall reading in Democracy Now. This is about 20 years ago during the Iraq and war, uh, Iraq war and uh, invasion and all that stuff. Uh uh, I think you remember too. I had mentioned it to you or sent you the link to it, and it was about uh, they found a bus, and it was almost as if a <laughs> laser had like cut through these people. 
That I'll never forget that story. That's what put Democracy Now! on the map. Well, the description in the story was over the top, man. I mean, they were talking about how heads were sliced off and limbs were sliced off, and it was like a clear line just laser beamed straight through the bus and just killed some people, clearly the ones that went through, like, the neck, you know, and cut off the heads. Yeah. But, like, people's, like, arms were just cut off instantly and, like, hands and legs, and it was, like, a really gruesome scene. And it's pretty clear... Now, in hindsight, it's definitely clear, but even at the time, in the way Democracy Now! was reporting it, they were saying, like, we think the U.S. government is testing laser weapons on humans here in Iraq. For sure they were. For sure they did. Absolutely, they did. Fast forward 20 years later, take a look at Lahaina. Did you see the conspiracy about the, the blue? Dude, I'm kind of uh, blown away it's taken us this long to get to this subject. I have seen this so many times. I've been waiting for you to drop it out there. I didn't want to be the one to suggest it because I'm the crazy tinfoil hat nut job here. I needed you to bring this one to the uh, forefront, and I'm glad you did. Yes, allegedly, many of the elites who live in Lahaina have blue roofs, and it was a very bizarre move years ago, but uh, allegedly... These lasers that are shot from space are these uh, DEW, these direct energy weapons that our government absolutely has the technology for. Uh, uh, They apparently bounce off, reflect off, or do not hit targets that have this blue color over them. They don't penetrate it. So if you look at a lot of the wreckage... They were showing like houses, cars in the middle... Of just a burnt down hellscape. There's one... But they were untouched. There's a video of a blue t-shirt. What? In the middle of like all the smoking, smoldering rubble. A blue t-shirt. And it's it's not just like blue, it's like a specific tone of blue. It's a very specific blue. all the same color blue. And I might be wrong. You you know, could probably look this up. I, I don't know, but... I heard the rumors out there that Oprah's rooftop has the blue roof. She's probably the first one to paint it. No, and then what's crazy <laughs> is it's not the whole affected area, but definitely in the area where it started is the area where you see the blue, which is, I don't know, man. This we wanna. I kind of want to circle back to this one, considering we did a deep dive on it when it first happened. I immediately went direct energy weapon. You went a route that I actually liked at the time and almost further entertained now, which is testing facility, armory, some sort of weapons place where they're testing something and something went wrong. Something went haywire. An explosion occurred and there was just no way to control it and it was just instantaneous. Yeah, it could be that. It could be, uh, it could be so many things. And here the problem is there's no answers. This is this is a Uvalde, this is a Las Vegas, this is Yes. You know what I mean? The problem is when you guys just don't give us answers, that okay, well now anything could be possible. Well, it's especially bizarre when the same head of police at the Vegas oh shooting God. is also the captain of police in Lahaina, this like city that just got nuked from the sky out of nowhere. Where, uh, <laughs> Except for, except for Oprah's house. Not Oprah's house, but everybody else gets nuked. Before, before Vegas, he was the police chief at Three Mile Island. <laughs> what, did something happen there? 
Like, it's crazy. I mean, crazy. this is crazy. Yes, that dude. Is, what are the coincidences, man? That is no coincidence. There is no way that this cop just happened to be the head of police at the same uh, no. two situations. There's absolutely no way on earth. And, and the fact that, like, do these people in charge think we wouldn't catch that one? Like, that we wouldn't be like, hey, you know what? <laughs> This guy also happened to be the head of police at one of the largest shootings in American history. <laughs> uh, also an event that is highly bizarre, like crazy, and lots of inexplainable events that occurred and happened around that entire shooting. And, and again, largest mass shooting, and then we also have the deadliest uh, wildfire. And this dude is the... If I'm a town and, the t- and I need a cop and this guy shows up... <laughs> He, and he responds to the Indeed application. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a hard no, hard pass on this, bro. Are you kidding me? Don't let this guy be the sheriff in your town. Yeah, if you're watching your local news and they show the new sheriff and it's him, get out. Move. Yes, immediately. Get the fuck out. You're about to get nuked. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just found out he did his internship. East Palestine. <laughs> New Lebanon? <laughs> no, yeah, no, I think it's East. What is that place called? It is East Palestine, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah, Pete Buttigieg is still uh, going to be there any minute now with his hard hat and his vest. Uh, Man, we forgot Biden about him. find it after his vacation. Yeah, we forgot all about those people, man. Those people are currently being poisoned and probably dying in gross ways from all that stuff that entered their atmosphere there and their water, and we forgot about it. We've moved on. It's amazing. Oh, that's so sad, dude. That's so sad. We'll never talk like, about them. Lahain, like the Lahain, they're moving on already. If Yeah, we'll never talk about Lahaina. We'll talk about Lahaina again one year from the event. Oh, yeah, they'll do the reefs in the ocean. They did, um, so here in Colorado, it's the, this week is the 10-year anniversary of the super flood that happened in uh, Boulder. It was the result of me not showering for three days. I do apologize <laughs> still. Uh, it was just a rough three-day stretch. Um, but uh, looking back on that, uh, it was a, uh, they called it a 100-year flood it rained so much that uh the water overflowed and came down and the house i was staying in the uh it flooded the entire basement filled with water about six feet high uh everybody's house it happened everywhere it was crazy uh entire neighborhoods were washed away in places like jamestown and lions and it it was just a epic destruction and devastation Knowing what I know now about geoengineering, cloud seeding, and uh, you know all that nonsense that the government does, especially here in Boulder where we have the uh, weather testing facilities, it seems pretty apparent. Ten years ago, they uh, set the uh, you know dial to high. They went past ten. They went to eleven, and uh, they wanted to rock out the rainstorms and see what they could do. And I think uh, you know that's what we got—a big flood, and you know. Mm-hmm. It's what you get around this uh this world right now, man. We had massive floods. Uh, where was it? Um, Libya. Did you see that? Yeah, really bad over there. Like ten thousand people washed away, man. It's craziness. Washed away. And uh, <laughs> I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm gonna throw it out there. It's no joke. I love my tin foil hat uh nut job theories. And uh, when it comes to these 
recent extreme weather events, the wildfires in Canada, Lahaina, these earthquakes and floods that are just wiping out thousands of people at a time, knowing what I know about the technologies and the capabilities of our government and governments around the world, I'm a little suspicious. I'm a little suspicious about what's been going on this last year. Can we turn some of that on Chicago? Man, can we afford to We need to lose 50,000? <laughs> 60,000? Oh, man. I'd be happy with like a 50, 60,000 loss. So you want to go turn the dial up on the heart machine to like seven and blast away over uh, at uh, Chicago there? Oh, dude, I'm so fucking pissed. Whilst I'm literally in the middle of an hour and a half, 12-mile journey home through gridlock traffic oh, yeah. on the highway. And I'm listening to the news. Uh, Joe Biden's planning on building a highway from Saudi Arabia to India. What the fuck? It's great. I'm glad we're spending all this money, energy, time, and thought processing on other countries. I know. We're moving like a third world country right now over here. Can we not fucking fix our home first? It's all over. It's game over, folks. (laughs) I'm moving to India. They're building highways uh-huh. over there. We can't even fix ours here in Denver. We can't even fill the potholes. I, I care how many highways they have, man. Nothing can get over that smell. Let's <laughs> come from a plumber. Let's go from a fucking plumber, and I wouldn't go there. We all we're all very aware of your, uh, you know, love and affection for the plumbing of the Indian folks there in Chicago. <laughs> you have a you have quite the intimate relationship with those people. There's no doubt about it. Uh-huh.